Of course, it's the World Cup cricket semi-final tonight. We have ball-by-ball action live on SENZ tonight. So ahead of that, I'm going to get former Black Cap on, who we had on, I think, after our very first win in the World Cup. It was too early to say how our run would go. Uh, Craig Cumming joins us now. Sid, um, I heard a comment the other day, and someone said, at the last World Cup, it was our bowling that got us to the final, and this World Cup, it's the batting that's got us to the playoffs. Um, our batting's been really good this tournament. Yeah, it has. Yeah, an interesting comment, actually, because at the end of the day, the team that scores the most runs wins, Staffy. Mm. So I suppose the difference is um, the last World Cup was in England, and I, and I remember the, the semi-final against India, we all thought, remember it was a two-day game, mm. that New Zealand didn't have enough, but in Kane, he knew that that score was going to be enough. And um, he, you know, and it was. So I suppose in India, yeah, the scores have been higher, haven't they? But, Whatever you get, we score against Pakistan. You know, we got 400, but you still got to bowl well. So um, we do know when you take on India, you're going to have to bat well, you're going to have to bowl well, and you're going to have to field well. So and so it should be. You're in a semi-final. Um, the top four teams. I think I picked three of the four teams. I, I probably had England there ahead of uh, South Africa, but you know, to take on India at home uh, in a World Cup. I mean, this is a dream come true for, for all of our players. And and I reckon they'll be really excited. I've heard them. I don't think they'll be overawed, Staffy. I think we've got a huge amount of IPL experience. Mm. We've got a huge amount of experience of playing on big occasions. And I just get the sense we're really excited. And we know we're not probably you know, expected to win. Um, and if they do win, they probably don't want to leave the ground too early. It might be hard to get out. But, you know, I'm really excited. I don't know if my heart can go through another... You know, another night like this, Staffy, we've had the rugby, but, um, you know, it's going to be a late night and it's going to be one of those ones that I, I'd i hope, you know, maybe I'd love for us to bowl first and then to be six for 50 and we can relax and then actually go to bed and just wake up and know that we won. <laughs> who, who are the keys here? Because everyone's saying, you know, Trent Bolts hasn't had the greatest World Cup, but we've started to see glimpses in his last couple of appearances. We all know that he has to be, he has to lead our bowling attack and he will be aware of that as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't think, yeah, you know, when you're playing in a semi-final, you, you, it's it, one or two players, yes. Probably more so from a batting point of view. But, you know, it needs to be a collective effort. We need all of our bowlers um, to be able to do the job. It'll be, you know, that we've talked about it, we've got through with, I suppose, making up that last 10-over uh, block. That'll be really critical again tonight because um, if things aren't going well, you know, Glenn Phillips has done a really good job, um, but they'll be put under more pressure. But Trent Bolt, you know, well, who, who would you rather have opening the bowling? There's not many bowlers around the world that, you know, want to be running in with that new ball. Um, you know, they've got one on the other side in Boomer who just loves bowling to left-handers. But, you know, I sort of think we, we need everyone to stand up. Um, we can't afford to have a bad 10-over block because if someone goes for 80 or 90, that'll push them up over 300, 350. So we need collectively to be good. But, yeah, Bolt... If he can pick up, we need to pick up wicket Staffy. I, I said when we played you know, South Africa, um, containing at the start is not necessarily the right thing. We've got to always be chipping out wickets. So I dare say they'll be doing that. Kane will know that. Um, we want to always have batters starting again because over in India, we know, and with the Indian players, if they get set, they then can go. You know, their last 50 balls, they can strike at 200. Um, so we've got to keep picking up wickets all the way through to ask new batters to come out, have that period of pressure. If they get started, then we pick up another one. So we always put them under pressure, um, and they, you know, they've always got players starting. Um, from a batting point of view, again, collective effort. I think Kane's got a massive part because he's got the tempo. 
um, you know, and Devin Conway at the top. Um, but it's going to be tough because Boomer is an excellent bowler, full stop, but he's an outstanding bowler to left-hander, so he's going to put pressure on Ravindra and Conway at the top. It must be tough for our top of our batting order when they see Boomer there. It's like, do we see him off? We still need to score runs. There must be a little bit of doubt in our openers at that top of the order with Boomer uh, at the top of his mark. Yeah, it is, because uh, he doesn't give you anything to hit. Um, what it's showed in this World Cup, um, there's no, you know, I mean, some of the games have been ridiculous, like that Australian game, both sides. Um, you know, the Pakistan game, um, the same. But there's no problem with having a little bit of a secure start. And when I say secure, if we're going along at four and over um, and you don't lose wickets, we do know you can put your foot down. Um, and, and the good thing is, like, what I would like, actually, is that Conway, Conway's had to go out at times and maybe be really aggressive, especially, you know, against Australia and he gets off to a flying start. If we can, batting first or even batting second, if we can keep that score around that 300, 320 mark, he can just play his natural tempo because that tempo's good enough. Mm. And he can just, you know, and, and we've seen from him, when he goes, he plays match-winning innings. So we, we had one in the first game. If he can top one off in this game, I think that suits him, but you're right. He's got no greater test than Will Cricket, uh, along with Rick Rutchen, who's going to, you know, be be nervous again. The guy's got three hundred, and he's going to walk out like he's never played a game before. His knees will be knocking. Um, but take on Boomer, and then their spin in the middle. They're they're obviously very good, um, and they're very good in the field. So, no, that's the way it should be. To get to the final of a World Cup, you've got to be you know one of the top two teams. And one of the strengths of this New Zealand side has always been it's a collective effort. It's eleven players on the park, and everyone does their job, um, and everyone stands up. So, um, you know, they're going to need to do that. Um, Glenn Phillips and Mark Chapman, t- t- two guys that can really change a game. I never thought I'd see Glenn Phillips change games uh, bowling, <laughs> bowling. But what what a special man he is! Yeah, Targo man. Now, you know, see what happens when you move to Otago, you become uh, a genuine all rounder. That's, that's what we breed down here. But you're right. Um, and again, the key is that the good thing I like about you know even with Chapman, it does leave us a bowler light. And yeah, you know, Phillips, they might go after a wee bit, but. It gives us that batting power. It gives us that batting strength. And, um, you know, we will have belief in, in whatever we've got to chase, we can do it. I mean, we've scored 400 against one of the best bowling attacks in the in the competition in Pakistan. So, um, you know, Phillips is live wire. He's got more than one tempo. But what we do know, if we go into that last, you know, 10, 15 overs needing sort of even eight or nine and over, maybe even tens, these guys have got the natural skills to be able to do it. And they've got the power as well. So, you know, we're always in the game. Again, go back to we need to get off to a good start. Um, we need to make sure that, you know, we get one of our players going well with a good strike rate, and then these guys can play their parts around that. The loss of Matt Henry was pretty devastating, really. Just fantastic form with the white ball in the last couple of years. What do you think our bowling makeup will be tonight when Kane announces it at the toss? Oh, I, do, I suppose, um, you know, what have we got? Bolt, Southie, Ferguson. Um, they don't really have a lot of options. Mm. You know, really, I've been surprised the whole way through that, you know, Sodi hasn't been playing. Um, but that's the way they've gone. It's in India. Uh, Mumbai is probably a quick track. It's probably the one track that, you, you know, Saudi, Bolt and Ferguson will really enjoy. Satin has been outstanding. Yeah, he's been hit at times. But if you play nine games on those pitches against this opposition, you're always going to have one or two days. But, um, you know, they all need to be able to do the job. Um, and they've all got to be able to contribute. The key is if we get... If we can get that first sort of eight overs, four from each end with the ball from each end, if it's swinging, Staffy, if it's swinging, Bolton, Southie, well, we're in the game. You know, we're in the game. And, that, and that's what we want to see. Um, and one thing India can't control, they can probably control the pitch. 
but they can't control the overhead or the conditions to make the ball swing. So hopefully we get those two, um, you know, the ball just, just swinging enough to create a little bit of doubt because, you know, if we can again go back and pick up one or two at the top, it just puts a wee shiver in them. One thing about India, though, everyone talks about their expectations. They're used to this, Daffy. I mean, they play IPL. I mean, this is, you know, they, they've got over that feeling of being under pressure playing at home uh, with the expectation of a billion people watching them. They love it. They actually embrace it. Um, you know, guys like Shimon Gill have been playing IPL since he's been 18. So they're used to this pressure. You know, Rohit Sharma looks like he grows another leg. He loves it. He actually wants a big crowd. And, you know, and then there's that guy called Virat Kohli who, unfortunately for us at the moment, just about gone back to vintage form. But if there's one thing New Zealand do, they have to say, if we can get him in early and the ball's swinging, you've got a chance. I was going to say uh, one of the more important things would be to take the crowd out of it, but you can't take the crowd out of it. In <laughs> they could be 45 for six and the crowd will still be going nuts. No, you can't. You can't. And they're, they're right. I mean, they get excited. You know, I've been over there in India and one of their players walks out to warm up and they scream and cheer and just love it. So, no, no, you can't. You've just got to be prepared for 50 overs in the field and 50 overs with a bat with an absolute screaming crowd, a noise like you've never heard before. But again, as I say, we're actually used to that. All of our guys have played a lot in India. Most of our guys have been in the IPL. The only one that really probably hasn't has been, you know, Latham. And, and, and I just feel you know, Tom's pretty cool. You know, he's, he's pretty icy in that situation. The rest of them have all played IPL. So they're actually used to it as well. So it's, it's a good matchup for us. And we'll, we'll, we'll love it. I heard Kane talk about, you know, you, you've got to, you've got to can look forward to this sort of opportunity because there's nothing better in world cricket than playing India at home in a World Cup semi-final. Yeah, it's it's same as that all-black mantra, isn't it? It's like, I think I heard Jason Ryan say, it's a privilege to play under pressure and you walk towards it, not away from it. So two very different psychological approaches from, as you say, a host over 100,000 people in their, their home their home World Cup unbeaten versus New Zealand, who I'd venture to say not many teams would want to play New Zealand in a semi-final because on our day, we can put anyone away. Yeah, absolutely. I just got the coffee this morning talking to the barista who I know, and he said, I said the same thing. Now, out of all the player teams, you probably don't want to pick up, you know, is New Zealand. And we pushed India pretty closely in the in the round-robin play. We played pretty well against them. And um, yeah, they, they will know our threats. Remember, we knocked them out of the semi-final last time. We beat them in the ICC Test World Championship. Um, so we've got a good record. They know that. They know that we're unflappable. So we are, you know, seem to be a team that's pretty controlled, uh, composed. And you're right. I mean, you know, why do you play sport? You know, it, it's tough because you go through that early start of your life or your career and um, where, where you're nervous and you're anxious. Then there's a little moment where you go, actually, this is what I want to do. Actually, this is the fun part. And, and what's the worst that's going to happen? Well, I might fail. Well, that's going to happen anyway. So um, the key is um, being able to make sure that you, you do walk towards it and enjoy it because, you know, these are one of the great thrills of, of playing international sport. Talking to former Black Cap opener, Craig Cumming. Last thing, Craig, um, win or lose, um, it's been, I think it's been a successful campaign, another, another good calendar year. We've got a massive summer of cricket coming up. But into your crystal ball, what do you think the coaching setup looks like afterwards. Gary Stead said earlier in the year it might be time to look at a white ball coach and a red ball coach. A lot of people seem to think Gary's probably more suited to the red ball pace um, 
tactics of the game, that sort of thing, as opposed to the aggressive hoopla of the white ball game. Uh, if he if he goes through and wins this one, he might might eat his words. But <laughs> what do you think our coaching setup might look like next year? Nah, I, to be honest, Daffy, I don't know. Um, you know, it's a bloody tough gig now trying to do both formats for one coach because you're nearly on the road 300 days and, and all the planning and that goes around it, you know. But then the challenge you have is how you, you mix it all together because it's not that easy in New Zealand because we don't have that many players. So, you know, can you separate it? Then again, how do the coaches work together? Um, a really, really complicated one that, you know, they'll, they'll make us... And New Zealand's probably the one place that we try and do both. And then you might have satellite coaches that pop in and out. But other than that, it's... Um, yeah, I, I don't really know, Steph. You know, it's one of those ones, again, you don't know what the, I don't know what the schedule looks like for the next two years. So a lot of that pans around and, and we'll see. But let's hope it's a positive conversation and we walk away and we're in a World Cup final after tonight. Absolutely. Craig, I know you're a busy man. I really appreciate your time today, buddy. Go well. Thanks, Steffi. Anytime.